According to Mike and Tony, is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. So I started feeling sick on on Wednesday. I started. I had a call, uh, like a tickle in my throat, and then on Thursday, I was just like um, had muscle weakness <coughs> and just like a soreness, um, just exa- felt exhausted, and then. Um, by Friday, I was coughing, and Saturday I went in <clears throat> to the doctor. He checked my lungs, and he's and uh, he put me on a steroid inhaler. Um, they put me on, and then I did a nebulizer treatment. Um, and then by the next was it Wednesday? By the next Wednesday, when I had to go back in, I couldn't breathe. And they had done, uh, he had me do a chest x-ray. And at that point, he he was pretty convinced I had it. But since I didn't have, um, I didn't meet the requirements to get tested, they weren't going to test me. Uh, and he started calling around and asking, like, the CDC if he was able to test me or not. <clears throat> and they were finally, they finally relented and tested me. Why, was, why were then, they so up in the air about it? Because your symptom, the specific... Well, there's a shortage of testing right, right now. There's a shortage right. of tests. Right. I don't know about right now, but when when it's going to me, on. you had to re- meet a certain amount of requirements to get tested. So yeah, that's what I was like, wondering. I was curious what those were. I wonder what they were. Um, you had to have left the country within the last 30 days. Been exposed, which this is the stupidest one, is you had to have been exposed to someone who had it. And there's some people that don't have symptoms. So how can that yeah. even... Right, so you have to like go. Yeah, I my cousin has it, or uh, my neighbor has it. I, I, you know, I don't know where I got it from. So it's it's um, you know, so it's you know, I could have got it from work. My sister's been sick. I might have got it from her. We went um, to a party where there was like a lot of people. Amanda's um, the owner of her company has it. So I mean, I don't know where I got it from. But I didn't even notice at the time. I was sick first. I was sick two days before him. I remember that. And my symptoms that in the beginning were completely different. I got really bad sudden body aches <coughs> when I was at work out of nowhere. And I started to feel feverish and tired and like extremely fatigued. And I thought the first couple of days I thought I caught the flu. So um, that day my boss sent me home. I was in bed off and on with body aches for like three days, but I'd have these periods of like two hours where two or three hours in between the body aches where I would feel totally normal. It was so weird. The first few days. I remember that. Yeah. I remember talking with you about that and that was so weird just that the symptoms would completely disappear for a little while. But as it was, I woke up, I felt fine. And felt fine all day, and then the next three days after that, like I, I couldn't even get out of bed. Um, it was real hard to 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 do anything, and I wake up covered, drenched in sweat. Um, yes, every day for fourteen days, fourteen days I had sweats all through the night, every Stinky. single night. Jeez. Yeah, the worst day was when it snowed real bad. We lost power. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. We, we lost power for, what, four or five hours? Five hours we didn't have I remember that day. You were so terrified. 
it was freezing. And I, I got mean, delirious. Seriously. I, I mean, I had like six shit. or seven blankets on me and couldn't get warm. You were saying um, crazy shit, Mandy. I remember when you called. Or I don't know if you called. You were talking. You were talking to mom, and I heard some of your conversation. And you were you sounded a little out of it, and definitely very like negative. Which, by the way, is really interesting because I listened to this podcast about the Spanish flu, and they had some journal of some lady who had caught it back in the day. Her and her husband, and her husband was like in his twenties. He died from it, um, and she had it. But they were saying that how in her journal, when she first started getting sick, she was optimistic and saying, "I can't wait to get better," you know, because I just absolutely love life and, and you know, all these wonderful experiences we have. But as it progressed she was gradually like just like i think it's just i have to give in to this monster that's going to consume me and she actually did it the worst of it all that one night i thought i was going to die seriously i i i knew i should probably go to the hospital but i was scared too plus it was it was snowing like crazy mm -hmm. right right i had like no energy i had to go out i was going to go outside and clean off the car and I was just trying to build up my energy just to, to do that, just to get my clothes on, just to go do that. But I think it started warming up. Oh, yeah. Started feeling a little bit better. We both lost a ton of weight, too. I lost 17 pounds. 17 yeah. pounds? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. I, didn't, so I didn't eat for like three days. Damn. I was just drinking water. And so tears mom. Food. It's weird because like food started tasting really weird. Yeah, to me. everything tasted terrible yeah. that we tried to eat. Toast. Um, the only thing that sounded good that all three of us, us and his sister, craved really bad was fruit. That was all that sounded good. Which is Which, weird. If you know me, yeah. I hate fruit. Yep. If <laughs> anybody who knows you knows, you absolutely hate fruit. So that that is odd. I tried to make a uh, roast beef sandwich, and the moment. It got in my mouth. I felt nauseous. I spit it out. Oh. Like anything with meat, anything like real salty tasted horrible. Um, That's the other thing, guys, is like <clears throat> the symptoms were morphing like every day into something new because we got nauseous like the last, I'd say like half of it, like the last seven or eight days. We're not on Facebook. It, we're not on Facebook. Like, like the flu with nausea and. All kinds of weird shit. That's crazy. Sorry, they're trying to get us to come to dinner. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, we will. We're going to finish this. We've been at it for a bit. Oh, we didn't know you're in. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, because everyone thought it was going to be live on Facebook, so they didn't know we actually. They were waiting to see it on Facebook to know that we actually started. So they probably thought wow. we were down here still working out technical <laughs> issues. <laughs> no. So. Yeah, well, that's it, so it. Did they give you anything to like? I mean, like, did they give you medicines, anything like that, like, just, like, to work on symptoms and stuff? When I first went in, I asked about it, and he said, because they tested me for the flu, and I came out <laughs> negative. Mine was negative, too. Yeah, and uh, and I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And he goes, well, you really don't want the flu. And he goes, if it was COVID-19, we have no treatment. So you would just go home and isolate and, and hopefully get better. Um, they did give me a, um, an inhaler, a steroid inhaler, um, which I'm still on. Um, and then when I went in the second time, <clears throat> they, I had pneumonia. So he gave me, uh, antibiotics for that. 
But he said they might not be doing anything because if it's it's COVID, it's viral, so you're just going to have to wait it out. If it's bacterial, then the antibiotics will help. Right. Um, so I've been on antibiotics, but I don't think it's really doing anything. Because they told me when I asked, when I um, if I come up positive, should I um, continue the antibiotics? And he said yes, because sometimes it lowers your immune system and then you catch it from a different source hmm. but most likely it's it's viral it's not gonna do anything because i was supposed to get my test back in three days uh and when did i get it? like two days ago yesterday mm-hmm. yeah i got my test back yesterday, yesterday morning yesterday morning is when they called me and i'm supposed to receive a phone call from the cdc um, it's about, so uh, lagged out like this is why so many people are getting <clears throat> sick is because every part of the process takes like a week and there's like five different parts for you to even find out if you're sick or not right yeah we were talking it's earlier like I look at countries like uh, South Korea where they, they've tested like the majority of their population and they've done that it's a conspiracy that first couple of weeks or whatever. I, I just think we just don't have enough tests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure why that is. Um, I mean, our population is a lot larger than South Korea. Well, we were talking about <clears throat> this earlier in the podcast. <clears throat> it's, we just got caught with our pants down. We should have seen this coming. I mean, we've had many, many months. I don't understand. Like they, they Trump shut down the border, like pretty quickly. Yeah, to, you would think they would have been pumping out tests immediately. I'm um, not quite sure what was going on, but um, ordering those bitches, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like, like just, just in my case, they didn't test me the first time I went in, and then the second time, I mean, he he was on the phone with like three different agencies because he's like, you need to get tested. He's like, I'm pretty sure you have it. Um. But he had made two phone calls, and he had came back in and said that uh, he was pretty sure that I have it. <coughs> Excuse me. He's like, I'm pretty sure you have it. I'm trying to get you tested. Um, but the first two times, yeah, they called. They they refused to test me, and then the third time, he, he called and he talked to somebody, and uh, they said, "Go ahead and test me." So, but even and then, yeah, even then, it took over a week to get the test back. Yeah, that was the part. Amanda hasn't been tested yet, you know, but I'm pretty sure she has. I'm I'm like 199 percent sure that we both had it. It really makes you wonder what the actual what the real numbers look like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, especially since there are people with no symptoms at all. Yeah, some people are walking around with it and they they have nothing. Like Lucy, we're we're pretty sure she has it. She had it too, but she had a sore throat for like two days, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, you said, and a runny nose, you said, right? And that was pretty much, she just had like a teeny little cold, a little mild, mild day yeah, or two cold. Tired. Um, I think it affects different age groups differently. Yeah, it really does seem to be, um, young people get it more as carriers and they spread it around because they were finding it in schools and stuff too, in like uh, preschools and stuff where the teachers were all getting sick and they couldn't figure out why the teachers were getting sick and they started testing the kids and the kids all had it, but they were asymptomatic. So they were spreading yeah. it to everybody, but they weren't. They weren't actually. They didn't actually. I think it was engineered by the Chinese. <laughs> think so? Well, that's what, Dad. That's what you said a minute ago. What did you mean when you said a minute ago? Dad said uh, conspiracy. What do you think, Dad? What do you mean? Are you being serious or are you just messing around? 
Yes, the administration <laughs> pulled it off to save the economy. The administration pulled it off to save the economy? That's right. That's why he wants to let people die, just so the economy could come back. But it, but it seemed like Trump, I think you're just trying to get Eric riled up. <laughs> no, bullshit. How can you, how can you open the city up by Easter? Yeah, it's not saving the economy at all. Uh, how how are you going to open this this world by by Easter? Yeah, well, in in, in the beginning, that's he, he he walked back on that though. We threw his ass back. He didn't walk back. Shit. <laughs> it was <laughs> clearly Dad wants to pick a fight with her. <laughs> uh, I'm just messing with you. No, I'm just no, I'm just kidding. Uh, whatever it is, it sucks. Well, see, the only thing that doesn't go with that Dad is that he in the beginning like the. The way it's uh, like it could be like um, transferred, like it's so easily between like young people. Yeah, but they knew about it since like January, February. An older population, and and it just ravages people. Um, Yeah, but they knew about it in in January, and they didn't do nothing about it. They were in denial till it actually happened. Right, I don't think anybody really realized how <laughs> how bad it was. Some people did. Did you hear? I heard on Joe Rogan he was talking about his friend who was. She used to be a comedian. She stopped being a comedian, had a baby or something like that. But she was texting him in like early February or late January, yeah. and was like, "Dude, tell your friends everybody shut down, cancel your tour, like go on lockdown. People don't understand what's coming. It's going to be giant and because the, yeah, the the problem is the media does that for everything." Like it's Ebola, yeah, so it's hard it's, to know. It's, whatever it is, they, they hype up everything. So then when you actually do have something like on this level, nobody nobody pays attention. And nobody really thinks it's going to be that big of a deal because Ebola was going to come over here and ravage us and SARS and bird flu and, and all that stuff. So it's, we live in a society, I think, where media, like the only thing they do is just try to cause panic in people so that people watch the news. You're right. Wingers, man. You're all over. And, and so we have a whole system based on that. So anytime anything happens, it's like, this is the end of the world. And, um, he tried to end your life and you're defending him. Who? <laughs> oh, okay. Defending who, father? Huh? What? That's, that's what the media is now. I think it's on its last leg, so it's like <laughs> okay, the mainstream well. media just tries to, um, like create create panic. Well, and the and other part of it, and so that you know they could get clicks and likes and whatever, and um, and then it's sort of like a the you getting out of here, boy, boy, woof situation where like you do it so many times when it actually happens nobody's paying attention right you got your mic you're way far away from your mic now so suddenly he got hungry he's gonna go because they've been texting us i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) yeah he manages you no he managed i started (laughs) you started what huh what who's mad Personally, I think L. Davis created it. <laughs> L. Davis. He might have came back and did it. You never know. Uh, All right, folks. I got to go and eat. Are you gonna, you can feel free to come back and join us again. Okay. We'll be going. I might be back. Okay. Bye. Uh, 
Yeah, the other thing, in addition to the media, because um, I think there's a lot of truth to what you're saying about the media kind of overhyping stuff in general, but the other thing is, is this also hasn't happened since 100 years ago. I mean, something even close to like what we're experiencing was 100 years ago, and so nobody's ready, including the media, who already, I agree, have a habit of overhyping and sensationalizing a lot of things. So then something real comes along. Not only is we're, it's the crying wolf thing for the media, but it's also the fact that we just really literally haven't seen anything quite like this in any of our mm-hmm. lifetimes, for sure. Uh, maybe right. a centenarian or two who's out there who, who remembers. But um, And I think the part of the problem is it affects people so differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people like, Oh, like I, yeah, I had it. Like I'm watching the news and this girl had it. And she said she, she didn't feel good for five days and then she was fine. Um, I'm terrified of symptoms. Right. Yeah, Cause some people are dropping dead. I mean, they get it. Um, and they're like, they go home. They don't oh, feel good. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. We oh, just no, lost I'm Mandy. I'm the podcast. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm terrified of multiple waves like the Spanish flu had, where it kept coming back stronger. And like it, we were talking about this earlier in the podcast. I'm how you worried about that? Oh, yeah. Because they say you can get different strains of this. So you might think, oh, we had it. So now we're immune to it. That's awesome. But there are different strains of it. So, and now our immune systems are compromised. So it's kind of scary. Yeah. Well, I'm worried just because like it, like it weakens your lungs. So it's like now, I'm, um, I, I'm better now. But like going up the stairs would wipe me out. Like I'd go upstairs and try to like get something to drink and just pass eat, out on the couch. And yeah, I would get to the kitchen <laughs> and I would literally just go Sorry. lay down on the couch. You guys are just coughing like crazy over there. I do not want to be a fly on the wall at your place right now. <laughs> <laughs> But it would it would completely wipe me out, and um, I'd have to lay on the couch for like twenty minutes because the room would be spinning and uh, <coughs> just yeah. And I don't know if it was because I wasn't able to breathe. Live today on the podcast, we have a dying COVID nineteen patient. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. I'm just playing with you. Thanks. I appreciate you guys kind of sharing your experience. It's it really is crazy. We we haven't experienced anything like this, not in our lifetime, not for a long time. And the fear is that really it's the same problem that happened with Spanish flu is like people don't take it serious enough. And so like, eh, or they see that it's not working. Like me and Mike were talking about this earlier. They look around and they're like, well, why are we doing all this? People are still getting sick. It's still going, but they don't understand like how bad the damage would be if we didn't do our best to minimize <laughs> it. Yep. Right. Well, I just want to remind people, like, just if you, you know, practice um, safe sex, everybody social distancing, because you know you might be young and you're not worried about it, but you know if you have uh, parents or um, like my brother has had a transplant, um, Mo's had a transplant, um, my mother's, you know, up there in age. I have aunts and uncles. I was at a funeral. The he day went I, to a funeral. The day I wasn't feeling the 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 day I started getting uh, a sore throat, so I was around a lot of my family. I have a lot of uh, uh, older family members and family family members that have um, uh, compromised immune systems. So, like, actually, when I started like thinking about it, laying in bed after a couple of days, you know, like you're you're just thinking about everybody I've come in contact with. It got kind of scary. 
Mm-hmm. Um, look, that, that's been two weeks ago. Luckily, nobody. My mom's been in contact with with everybody, and nobody's gotten sick, which is, um, you know, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, I just want to let people know, like, you know, if you're not feeling good, don't don't go out. And even if you are, I mean, it, it's even just if stupid. You are, yeah. Like you watch videos of these kids at spring break and stuff, Man. licking toilets and shit. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen the licking toilets. People are so disgusting. No, we were talking there's about. A kid, there's a kid that's actually um. On a yeah, the kid at Walmart who licked like all those deodorants and everything like that. He's getting charged with like assault. Yeah, uh, yeah, not assault. What is it? It's like um. Ah, man. Terrorism. Yeah, oh, it was it was a terrorism. Terrorism was in the name of it. Yeah, which idiot. makes makes sense. I mean, that's so damn rude. It's so uh, wrong. Yeah, but and it's not that before with the ice cream and stuff. And it just, I think people. I, I think I, I'm not a big fan of social media. I feel people use it to get, you know, like nothing going on in their life, and this is their <laughs> no, 15 minutes of pain. I'm on there all day. <laughs> He's talking about you, sis. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I don't. I don't have Facebook or Twitter or any of that stuff because I just feel <laughs> I have my own views on that. But yeah, I just think people they use it. They they try to get famous off of it. I mean, try to or succeed. <laughs> this is hitting close anyway, to home for my sister. <laughs> I just want people to be to to you know be safe and thinking about other people, especially if you have. <clears throat> Older family members or family members that have compromised immune system. You know, and the truth like, is, even if you don't, I mean, it, there's so many yeah. compromised people. Just think of the, how many people in their 20s are recovering from cancer that we just don't know them. But like, it's right. the, there's still people, you know what I mean? And so even for people who don't necessarily like, well, you know, that, that fucking 22 year old dude who's getting drunk in his apartment right now going like, fuck it, I'm going out tonight, bro. I don't even really care. There are people that technically you would be responsible for them dying. Because you think it spreads, it's mm-hmm. exponential. It goes to multiple people. It's getting further and further. Then it starts hitting people with compromised immune systems and right. old people. And, and that, the sooner we can get this under control, the sooner we can, we end can this. lift it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And they were saying because I was listening to this cool documentary about the Spanish flu, and that's what they were saying was that the second and third waves, it was impossible to get people to obey the quarantines because they were just like we are right now. They were coming out of like a really long-term quarantine. <laughs> people were finally getting back to work. They were in plus there was a war world war one was going on. So then they're like eager to get back. And then all of a sudden people just starting back to work and they're like, Nope, full quarantine again, guys, there's a second wave. It's way stronger. We got to go home. And then it hit harder because people didn't, they were sick of being in quarantine combined with, you know, the, also the mentality not to mention you got to keep in mind back then uh-oh are we still connected You're good. Yeah. oh yeah we also got to keep in mind that germ theory was like a new thing around that time around 100 years ago like 1918 1919 like people were just yeah. people didn't before that people were they'd sneeze in your face and it wasn't even rude you know what i mean like maybe it was rude to sneeze directly on your face but people weren't you know they weren't sneezing in their elbows or covering their mouths or we didn't understand germs that was right around the time we were starting to fully understand like oh shit like you can touch something or you can share a drink with someone that was they that was around the time they finally outlawed like there was public places where people would share cups i always think about that at the when uh, i go to church with my mike she goes to a catholic church and they do the you know you eat the bread of christ and then you drink the wine or whatever i don't know what they grape juice or something in there but everybody fucking drinks out of it 
I'm like, guys, I, you know, I. When I was at the funeral, they didn't even give out uh, the wine. And then he placed, uh, he said that, you know, some people like to put the wafer directly into their mouth. He's like, but we're just going to put it in your hand. We're not, we're not doing the mouth. Yeah. Um, That's weird because they still touch it. Right. But but he's, he's the only one touching it because I think he doesn't want to be. If he puts it in your mouth and then you get some slime on your hand. I mean, I don't mean to offend hand. anybody, but it really is just a ritual. Mm-hmm. It just represents God anyway. So couldn't you just be like, hey, it's a pretend piece of I'm chewing, you know, <laughs> could you really literally right. have to have somebody yeah. give you food that they've touched and then you have to eat it? It's a, lot all... of, a lot of things have just have to have to change. Yeah. That, well, that's I another mean, thing, right? It really, really has changed. So like, it's, you know, I'm used to shaking people's yeah. hands and, Giving people hugs and stuff when you meet yep. family. Who are you hugging? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh shit! No? But uh, yeah, it's I know it, it's it's odd, but something really has to happen. Well, then you know you think of how this is going to change the world too, man. Because like for me as a teacher, <clears throat> we start on the seventh, but I'm writing lessons and getting prepared to fully do online teaching now. And that's what's happening in a lot of places across the United States. And it makes me wonder if it actually works, like if this is successful and you can actually see growth in students by all the same measures that they're using, et cetera, how are you going to get the genie back in the bottle? Like you're going to tell kids now they have to come in after, especially because I don't see us going back this school year. And I think, honestly, fall, depending on how it goes, is questionable. It depends. Will we be able to come back in August? It really depends on what happens between now and then. I think it's totally possible. But I think it's also possible that this thing keeps snowballing and we end up mm-hmm. way beyond August before we're able to fully get it under control. Yeah. Because then, because once you hit fall, if we don't have it under control, then the temperature drops again and we're getting we're into the, the cold part of the year as well. So it's like... I don't know, but it makes me wonder if things will change, you know, in the future, like if a lot more jobs are going to go online or at least, at least, you know, like hybrids where people are working um, part of the week from home and part of the week. I mean, I work in a situation where like we're entering people's houses Yep. to us too, where I work. There's a ton of jobs like that. You know, like I, you know, I'm currently not doing that. Um, but I used to, you know, deliver furniture. So it's like, you're, you're walking into people's houses, carrying stuff. You know, they don't know where I've been. They, I don't know where they've been. Um, you know, I currently just work in the warehouse now. But, I mean, but it's a, it's a scary proposition having to walk into people's houses if, you know, they've been sick and stuff. So, <clears throat> Well, and even outside of, know, of the being sick and stuff, I think about how many people like it's so nice for me i'm just lucky in the in the position i'm in that i can work from home that we're trying to do this but there are so many people that are literally just displaced from work and not only that the the future of of their job is totally in question it might just completely vanish right from underneath them and it's like that we've got to have things in place um i'm not a big government assistance guy either but uh i feel like we're gonna have to do something because otherwise the entire economy is going to completely fucking be devastated it's already going to be in bad shape but if you have a bunch of people and if this goes on for god forbid for months and months where people can't work or they do and then the spread gets worse it's like this weird like teeter-totter kind of effect Before this all started happening, we were looking for a house. We were going to buy a house. And now with the uncertainty of his job and my job, 
I don't think it's a good idea right now. So there's, yeah. I hadn't thought it. I knew you guys were buying a house. That makes me sad. That sucks. It makes me really sad too. I totally get we it. We were though. just on the verge too of getting a broker and actually. Well, yeah, we were doing that the week we got sick. We were calling around looking for, um, um, talking to Chaffa and stuff like that mm -hmm. and trying to get our, all of our ducks in a row. And then out of nowhere, it's just like, somebody killed all our ducks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole room of this like changed like overnight. It's a, uh, it's, it's a scary, scary situation, but, um, and it sucks now. Cause it's like, you know, everything's house prices are, are dropping. I know. My God. <clears throat> But but you know I I can't I can't make that commitment because I don't know if I'm going to be working in a month. We don't want to lose our first house, right. you know. And I'm sure there's a lot of people right. buying right now. I saw a couple houses that said uh, uh, sale fell through, buyer lost job, and I was just like, oh god. Well, yeah, and there's a lot of um, <clears throat> I think they're trying because I don't know if they already passed it, but they were trying to put a moratorium on on. Um, What's uh, that? Bankrupt, not bankruptcy. What am I trying to say? Like on evictions and foreclosures. Oh, more, yeah, yeah, foreclosures um, and evictions. But the problem is going to be that they're not putting anything in place for when this is over because, I mean, it's just the nature of business. They're trying to make money. So as soon as that yeah. thing's lifted, immediately they're going to be like, and they're saying that the people will still be responsible for the full amounts. So all of a sudden that mm -hmm. moratorium, we get past all this moratorium lifts and immediately these people have these mountains of debt and people, they can just start foreclosing and start mm -hmm. evicting people immediately. The one thing is like, they're trying to Congress <coughs> pass that <clears throat> stimulus package. But that's and, just going to get were people through a month. But they were trying to get that out. So when it, the first of the month people could pay their bills, well then now we're not getting it for a whole nother month. So that's not even, Yep. I don't and, know. And that's the one thing happen. I don't understand. It's like there, there's people suffering and there people are fighting over pet projects and, and yep. green deal stuff and windmills and really shines and, a light of clarity on our leadership. Doesn't it? Like we're like yeah, this, if all the fucking it, times we have to get shit done, this is the time guys like show the what way what you're priorities here. That's what I want to know is like, is it the American people? Cause you work for us. And when you're spending time arguing over stupid crap, instead of getting money out to people who need it, it's it really you know, makes you wonder Americans like what what are what are they doing in there? And how much of your thoughts are on you getting reelected versus right. just doing what needs to be done no matter what right now? Yep. Yeah, I don't even know. I think this is this is like a total bipartisan thing. People are suffering. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Hundred percent. People are suffering. People are losing their jobs, and people are struggling. I think people need help, you know, like, uh, I'm not a big government assistant guy either, but it's like, this is the kind of situation where government needs to step up and, <clears throat> and help people out. Um, and, and they're arguing over, <laughs> you know, representation of, of women on, on, um, like, uh, on, um, boards and stuff like that it's like um, really um, weird stuff yeah unfortunately this is the time when we just need to act and then we can figure this shit and sort everything out after right. the fact we really just need immediate action right now this is a right. immediate keyword but they did pass it but but still like now we're looking at a whole nother month before yeah they're saying six weeks or anybody something. gets it i'm just i i know we i consider ourselves lucky because 
since we were planning on buying a house, we have a lot of money and savings right now. So it's yep. like, but there's a lot of people who live paycheck to paycheck. They have nothing. They don't have a lot of money and savings. And then you talk <clears throat> about losing your job, losing medical benefits. How are you going to be taken care of if you do contract this virus and you need to go to the hospital? All those bills too. That's It's just a, it's very sad. <laughs> I'm trying to be positive, but it's sad. Well, I was saying before you guys got on, um, they were saying that 3.3 million Coloradans filed for unemployment already. The state, there's only 5.8 million people in the state. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But, but you got everything That's shut like down. 70%, right? <clears throat> Unless you're a truck driver or you work in a, like a grocery store. Holy shit. Or you're in the medical, medical profession. You're pretty much out of a job right now. You're sitting out. We're gonna get furloughed at the end of the at the end of the um at the end of this week. So what what is today? Sunday? So tomorrow yeah. is actually we don't know what day it is anymore. Yeah, nobody tomorrow does is anymore. The beginning of the furlough. So I could actually when I get my last check, I can apply for unemployment. Um but I mean I think every a lot of people that are in is that crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that. And they yeah, they also approved like another six hundred dollars a week for unemployment too. So on, on top of that, you're like people who get unemployment are going to get an additional six hundred dollars um, a week. Yeah, they said it was going to be more generous. I did yeah. read about them, but still, oh my God. But then when you start putting all that money in the economy, then you have to worry about inflation and causing a bunch of other unforeseen pro, uh, problems. But yeah. hopefully. Hopefully this is not going to last that long. Um, get people back to work. I think that's the main concern. Just getting. Yeah. I think I messed up the feed here. I'm trying to um, get back onto the call. I think I end the ended the call here. Here it comes right now. So I'm going to accept it. We were talking about too was the uh, oh there he is what'd you do dollar uh I I was honestly I was trying to take another screenshot so that when we put this up see now it's got my hand on it but uh, I was trying to take a screenshot and somehow I just completely I guess I ended the call <laughs> I think I locked my phone and it automatically disconnected me sorry about that <laughs> I kept the podcast going it was just me I was like uh, I think I messed up the because <laughs> you got to remember I'm recording the audio over here hey there's dad <laughs> what are you doing. Podcast. Now we don't have a weird feedback. So you're upstairs eating dinner right now. Oh <laughs> yeah, did good too. Look. <laughs> yeah, the podcast. The listeners can't look though, unfortunately. But that's cool. So yeah. we're just here talking with two real, uh, real uh, COVID nineteen survivors over here. Oh yeah, why are you flipping off your brother? <laughs> I think she's flipping off you. <laughs> sure. You should eat. You should come eat. It's good. I should come eat. Don't make them laugh. You're gonna, you're gonna make his COVID act up. <laughs> yeah, they're over there coughing like crazy. I was like, I they got the Wuhan. <laughs> I'm not coming to visit you guys till you get those. You know how uh, you get the Wuhan Rona. <laughs> the school districts have those machines, you know, that they're like those things that they're spraying all the stuff with. Uh, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to see if I can get somebody from DPS to come by and hook you guys up when you're all better because I'm not coming to visit until. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I can't. Dad, you're showing like the ceiling on the screen. I don't even know. Where's he at on Facebook? Oh, is that my wife? Yeah. Put a messenger. 
Okay, so now we, the podcast is completely. We're just. <laughs> the look on Mike's face. His eyes are so wide. All right, thanks for chiming in, Dad. We'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Oh, now my mom just gonna. No, we're gonna get weird feedback if you guys connect at the same time. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> mom. He says I'm off, and you hear this crazy echo that follows it. Hi. Hi. Hi, Chris. How's your good? How's your COVID experience been? Fine. Yeah. I haven't had it. No. <laughs> no, I mean your quarantine, rather your quarantine experience. Let me rephrase it. It sucks. I'm stuck home with you. Oh yeah, that is rough. <laughs> It's been bad. This is actually really? my this is actually my new office. Who just dropped off? My dad finally dropped off of there off the call. Okay, can you hear the beeps happening. This is what I told myself: if I'm ever going to do a podcast, it's only going to be Joe Rogan. Mm. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I never said that. <laughs> no, Mike's pretty funny. Tony's just like a sidekick guy. Oh, <laughs> how rude! <laughs> And it was my idea. I must know it in my core because it was my idea. It's the Mike and Tony show. It's not the Tony and Mike show, right? <laughs> <sighs> I bet I bet it's nice having your sister and brother-in-law in there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, especially because see how she's coughing like that? It's great that it's virtual because then I, I'm guaranteed to survive. She's, she really has COVID. <laughs> <laughs> she does. <laughs> We thought you had it, remember? You got sick, like, right when everyone was going home. You thought you... Yeah, when Mike wouldn't come over here, he was like, I'm we, out. We actually... <laughs> I don't blame him. We actually had a, a podcast schedule. Mama, Mama Martinez sick. I ain't going over there. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners, we were trying to uh, put a podcast together, um, like, last Friday, a week... Not yesterday, but one week before that. Uh, and... Uh, you came home from work saying you were feeling sick, got in bed, and uh, we all kind of had panic attacks. And we're like, "Yeah, no, this isn't happening yeah. tonight." Especially but, Mike. But then, yeah, but over there, I want to get to Wuhan. But then the next day, you were like, oh, "I'm good." So I was like, "Okay, that's not that's not COVID." Then <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> and, then, and then Tony sends me the picture of your mom with her mask on and everything like that. I'm like, "Oh God, dude, I'm really not going over there for now." Yeah, she, I, when I told her she had to put the mask on, she was looking at me like, "Are you are you serious right now?" And I was like, "I am serious. Put it on." Yeah, it's <laughs> contagious. It's so contagious. Even with a mask, you don't stand a chance. It's like you? everything I hear. It's like basically, if you came into contact with somebody who had it, you're probably going to get it. That's what it seems yeah. like from what I'm hearing. No. How are you feeling, Eric? Better. Good. But uh, that's really the only thing that's really um, like lingering right now. Okay. What's that? Huh? What's the concept? Uh, CBD distillery. Uh, oh, CBD distillery. Yeah. Or pills in her. I'm just uh, trying to get my lungs back in shape. Yeah. <laughs> with CBD. <laughs> Can to get the lungs back in shape. Um Okay, well, I appreciate you guys talking with us. I'm probably going to, I think I'm going to wind this down to just me and Mike for a little bit because it's the audio is acting super weird. Like when you guys, because there's noise uh, coming from all three. So yeah, it's splitting. Yeah, that's not Okay, right. I just, I just, uh, you guys got to go. This is not a family meeting. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell invites guests and then kicks them off? 
your brother, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Oh. Well, actually, now that she's <laughs> she just mom just left. Okay, now the truth is, you guys can stay if you want because it's manageable. When there's, t- <laughs> it's not her. It's that when there's too many people, when you guys are all talking, it mutes each other. So you hear this like, and that's what's actually going into the audio podcast for the listeners. So, yeah, gotta gotta keep the <laughs> still coughing. <laughs> that was fake. I'm so glad you're doing better, though, because I was definitely worried about you, especially you, Mandy, talking to you. Uh, I didn't really talk to Eric, but you seemed very distraught, uh, depressed, super sick, crazy sick. And then I didn't want to say anything to you. I can say it. You know how stuff progressively, you'll you'll get a little bit better each day? Well, it was like 14 days of really serious symptoms that never eased up. Right. Yeah. It wasn't until like around the two week period that I started feeling better. And like after a week, you, you're like, okay, I'm going to start feeling better now. It's been a week. And then day eight, like- day nine, day 10. And you start to wondering like, you know, what's, what's going on here? Like, am I going to get better? Do I got to go to the hospital? Right. Um, yeah. I was reading yeah, about it. Got, it's like a 20. It got They're saying, uh, yeah, I got still. And then, um, then you start to get depressed and, um, but looking around that 14 day mark, <clears throat> I woke up and like, I had, oh, I had energy and I was starving, which is, That's great. which is good because like, like, it was like a, almost like 14 days where I was, I was, uh, probably didn't eat for three days straight. And then I would, I would force myself to eat something like a piece of toast, uh, banana, something. Um, I was, I, was, I was getting takeout yeah. every day. <laughs> Plus I was, um, I was on antibiotics and I needed to eat. Otherwise it tears your stomach. Totally. So, so then I was, I would eat as much as I could, which wasn't a lot. And then I would just get stomach cramps and mm. had diarrhea and stuff. And I had to. You're on a podcast. Well, people need to know. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. um, yeah it, it, it's just yeah it, it wears you down it wears you down mentally and physically yeah i mean so <laughs> did, you, did you lose any weight yeah i lost about 17 pounds you we both lost, lost- the same. Mm-hmm. i got most of it back now though because i <laughs> made up for lost time eating um yeah but well i was reading about it online it's like a it's on average a 21 day full cycle so in all likelihood you guys are probably still contagious for a little bit too and I got to I got to tell you, Mandy. I, I can tell you now because you're starting to look a little better. You definitely seem a little under the weather, just slightly. But when you were talking to mom that day on Facetime, and I came up behind her, I was like, I had to stifle my reaction when I saw you. I was like, Oh my god, my sister is dying! <laughs> like, oh no. I remember, and mom was crying when she saw me. I was like, Oh my god. She was crying a lot when you weren't on the phone with her too. She she was she felt for you big time. We all did. We were worried about you. What guys. did I look like? Just really pale. You're like really like a ghost with and your eyes were super dark, which we kind of have that genetic tendency anyway. We I have still like have that, yeah. Dark circles. No, but that day in particular, it was intense. Like I was like really scared. Because I mean, we went five hours without electricity. That was right after that. Yeah. It was the yeah. day after that. Yeah. And it was freezing in here, and we and then on top of it, you have the chills and stuff like that, and um. It was hard, man. Right. 
that's scary to hear that from you. And then I knew, I knew mom was scared because she was crying when we were FaceTiming and I was like, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was scary. You know, and a lot of people are dying from this and not, it's not only really old people. It's not only <laughs> totally compromised people. It's there's a lot of people that this is, it's a hard hitting virus that jacks people completely. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I'm like, person who got it in the family on my side definitely because it's just like like i said my brother has um he's had a transplant so he has issues and my sister has a a, a baby and a, what, a five year four year old mm-hmm. and then two other kids and so it's just like <coughs> you know for my mom you know she's in her 70s so it's like you're anybody else of Val's passed it on to him. I mean, it could have been, it could have been real bad. So. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Well, I appreciate you guys. Plus, chat. You know, yeah. Your dad has had a transplant. And oh so yeah. It's like, no, we got There's a lot. Every family has tons of people that, you know, have compromises in their health. <clears throat> Some are older. And, and I think about MAGA, I think about my grandmother. Because, I mean, she had COPD. That's eventually, (coughs) when she passed away, that was what was getting her. So imagine if she was alive today, Mandy, how worried we'd be about her. Because her lungs were severely compromised. And there's a lot of people in that boat right now, not just older people. People just who have lung problems or people recovering from cancer. You know, getting, you know, getting chemotherapy. or I mean, there's a million different types of compromised immune systems that are all over the place right now. So those are really the people that we're the most worried about. The rest of us, like you guys, I mean, you got sick. You got sick as shit. Um, but you're okay. You'll be okay. Yeah, I'm like healthy AF now. <laughs> yeah, doing fitness videos on Instagram starting tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I drink a Diet Coke today. <laughs> I drink a Diet Coke, bro. That's basically fitness a workout. <laughs> What'd you say, Mandy? Fitness is my passion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that and fruit. Those are your... <laughs> <laughs> your two deepest passions. <laughs> You've, you're a changed you know, woman. My love for fruit came and went pretty fast. <laughs> you're over it already. You don't feel like no fruit anymore. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense that your body yeah, would crave something lemons. like. That. I don't know why. Why? Like that was when uh during that period. Like that was like the only thing. Like I was craving lemons, and I would eat uh, like a, at least a lemon a day. Really? Um, I don't know if it's vitamin C or what it was. Makes sense. I think craving fruit, craving fresh vegetables, craving, um, particularly with the the lemon is like going to be vitamin C for sure. Lots of antioxidants, Mm -hmm. stuff that generally boosts your immune system. So it kind of makes sense. Plus it helped like break up a lot of the mucus and stuff, I think. Oh yeah. That makes sense too. It was coughing up a lot of stuff. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagine, yeah. dude, because it goes right for your lungs. It goes like to the base of your lungs. You probably hack up so much. Did you hack up stuff too, Mandy? Were you coughing up? Um, not as bad as him, no. Because I didn't get demo- pneumonia. <laughs> I didn't get Des Moines. I did not get Des Moines uh, at all. <laughs> you had the pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't know, Pierce. What are you thinking, buddy? We're, uh, I think we're coming up. We're about. Coming up on two hours. We're about an hour 52 right now. Dang, uh, that's yeah. a long thing. Yeah. Yeah, we call it a podcast. That's what, uh... <laughs> Sorry. That's a long thing. 
<laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I appreciate you guys coming on too, chatting with us, sharing your experience. Um, thanks a ton. I'm glad that you guys are better. I'm glad you're not fucking dead over yeah. there. Thank Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, um, I guess we'll wrap it up here. So what do you say? I mean, do you got any, any final thoughts or words? And you know, what I was going to say too, we should do some more of these. Cause I mean, we're, yeah, we're sure. all in lockdown anyway. We can do as many as we want at this point. Yeah. Right. So just yeah. hit me up next time you feel like doing one, just hit me up and let's figure it out. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I got to play Skyrim. You gotta go play video games like crazy, dude. I wonder how many people right now are, dude. They probably I don't know who he thinks he is, but it's I'm cutting it. I'm cutting the cord. Yeah, <laughs> and then what are you gonna do with that restless man that has nothing to do that you're trapped in the house with? Out with her, and then she gets annoyed with me. <laughs> she, likes, she likes to spend time with me until we spend time together. That's true. <laughs> 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 we in the room with her. Yeah, I've been there. Me and Maya have been there before too, where she's like traveling or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I miss you so much. She's like, I miss you. I can't wait. We're gonna hang out when we get back, and then she gets back, and we're just right back to staring at our cell phones, <laughs> sitting in the same room well, or whatever. Well, that's been us too, because I can work from home no problem. Tira works from home no problem, and so Tira's downstairs. I'm upstairs. We're home all the time, all the time together. Oh, you know, before yeah. we, you know, I'd be at work and. And come home and you're like, oh, this and that. And I, I notice now that we are kind of butting heads here and there on some things. But yeah, that, <laughs> being home together <laughs> for a while is going to be. We're getting better though. Like we, we try to like uh, have a, I try to make breakfast for everybody in the morning. Uh, with, with my job, I'm usually out of here by four o'clock in the morning. So it's like I don't really get a chance to <clears throat> eat, eat, and, um, breakfast with my family yeah there's i mean there's there's definitely some silver linings here um me mandy we were talking about that just like same here dude i with how busy i've been this year i barely have been seeing my family and so now all of a sudden we have this thing where we're just seeing each other all day every day and it's actually really nice um i think we gotta for us we realized how important it was we got to start nailing down a schedule and like i carved this out this is actually my office i'm gonna work do all my work work down here because I can get some isolation um, and and then having a schedule both for the kids and for us because when we were just free balling it was out of control you know the kids are just wanting to do technology all day and nothing productive is happening we're all gloomy and everybody's like shit can't do nothing around here um, so yeah. starting this week which is they're all mad at me because it's actually their legit spring break this week the actual scheduled DPS calendar spring break um, and I'm like guys time to get a schedule let's get it on board let's start getting work done and we did last week too. They had school time. And, this week. Oh yeah, yep. She out, but she's going to be off next week too, right? I mean, obviously. Yeah, but we're going to go to like a more uh, structured schedule next week. What is this week? I let her do whatever she wanted. What is her school? Is her school talking about online learning at all or anything? Or yeah, it it starts on Monday. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that's that's been us too. Is that Callie was officially off of spring break last week. And so we treated it like it was school. So like the week before we ordered like these workbooks, little first grade workbooks. And as I was working here at the table, Callie sat across from me and she did all her little workbooks and I was helping her and reading her. And I was like grading her papers. I was, Aww. I was a teacher and my name is Mr. Daddy. <laughs> I'd be a teacher. Can I so just start calling Mr. you Daddy. that? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be weird from you, Dollar. It would be right. As I said that out loud, yeah. I was like, "That would be very weird." But it's funny. 
Mr. Dead. Yeah, but we um, but we were joking around me and Tira because, um, you know, Callie's six years old. She's needy. She's going to be cooped up in the house. She's not out there with her friends and everything like that. And so we started normally really active, which I think she is. Yep. And so um, we were messing around with Callie. uh, We were messing around saying that Callie is our coworker. We're going to call her Karen now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Karen is. Is being annoying again today. <laughs> yeah, that's a always eating up all the food in the fridge. Yeah, that's the real <laughs> That's one of the big real struggles about working from home though, for sure. Cause I'm working from home planning and stuff right now, but starting week after next, I'll literally, you know, be working with students and be talking to people and like engaged with my employee my um co-workers and students and stuff like that no well my fellow teachers too like we have meetings and stuff that we're doing on on skype right now uh on zoom rather um but yeah that's the really hard part is managing the kids at the same time we got three kids and you know i'm the teacher so all that shit's falling on me so i'm like working and at the same time i'm doing the same thing pierce is doing i'm grading papers and giving us i'm writing up assignments Jaden was complaining he's like he's like dude you know my writing is really strong my tests show that and everything why do you have me doing all this writing i said okay fine no problem uh you're gonna go ahead and listen to this oral i remember when i did this oral the oral interview with the vietnam vet you know you know tom mandy um, I did. For, it was for a school project way back in, so I made him listen to the whole thing, and then he had to put together a presentation and give me a full presentation on it. So, and suddenly he yeah. was mad though because he was like, "Why do I got to do a stupid presentation?" I'm like, "Because you didn't want to write." So, <laughs> I'm giving you freedom, but you're gonna learn one way or the other. We're gonna keep keep the things turning, but I don't know what's gonna happen next week because I gotta be in class, so everything's gonna fall apart. <laughs> My sister is the teacher, and she has the kids on a real strict schedule apparently like boot camp over there yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> <That's what I'm- laughs> they're hating it like they're hating life so yeah they but don't I respond well though that right now the kids are already so confused and having such a hard time understanding everything and missing their friends and their normal schedules that you shouldn't do that to them but to each his own, I guess. To me, it's more a matter of time. A week or two is fine, but if it starts going to turn it yeah. into months, like it's really important that their learning continues. Or when it does continue, though, everybody will be so far behind the curve where they're supposed to be. Because I know this is their spring break. Those kids. But this could go on for months. I know, yeah. but spring break yeah. is spring break. They should get a week to do whatever the fuck they want. Well, I like, like I just look at my students at the beginning of the year. And then like where they are now. And I think, what if we lost all that time? Like they would be that much behind where they're supposed to be. Like that time is so valuable and it's a weird time going into summer. And then what's going to be very weird is if we don't get this under control by the end of summer and then it starts affecting next school year too. Then it's like, that's for sure. When you're going to wonder, are they going to ever go back? If they can actually figure out how to do this online, they're not going to be able to go back if it actually works. But I think it will go back if we get this under control before summer then everything will start back and fall like normal. Um, but if we don't, God help us all. God save us. It's the Armageddon, Pierce. It's all over. Life as we know it. Well, it's got to be rough. I mean, <clears throat> just like when I was growing up, I and mean, that's what you, you look forward to, hanging out with your friends and stuff. <clears throat> Plus all the kids mm-hmm. that don't get to walk, that, that went to school and worked hard all these years. They don't get Seniors. Yeah, they're also talking about proms too. Like all these people are going to miss prom and everything like that. And yeah, 
uncharted yes. waters, man. We're in uncharted territory for sure. Um, but more to come, more more COVID uh, podcasts coming. I'm sure we're definitely gonna be here for at least a few more weeks, Pierce. So um, yep. we'll pump some more out. Are you are you good to go? You want to keep rolling here? Or are you how you feeling? I think we're good, man. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, COVID patients. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Uh, shout out to Fran for coming on earlier in the podcast. The COVID twins. The COVID twins. The coffin COVID twins. <laughs> yeah. But Bye, guys. We'll see you later. Take her. Take her easy. Take okay, care of yourself. You Stay quarantined. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Pierce, this worked out pretty good. Uh, oh, as you freeze, you just froze. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, there you're back. Okay, thank God. <laughs> get to see that experience from the two people, you know, that's pretty close to you. Yeah, for sure. And we just lucked out that literally, I had seen Mandy probably uh, three and a half, four weeks before all this, but we had been very yeah, busy. Well, I remember, that's that was one one of the podcasts that we were scheduled. We didn't do it because you hadn't seen her for a little bit and you were going to hang out with her. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 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 And well, and the truth is, is right before all this happened, we were talking about doing that again of getting together and be like, Hey, it's been a while again. Let's, let's keep this going. Let's see each other again. And thank God we oh, did it. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, <talk> could you <laughs> imagine? Oh, oh, bro. Thank God for technology. Right, we can still do this, but uh, so let me know when you want to do this again, or maybe I'll hit you up. Uh, you fucking random times day. You want to do one on your lunch break? Hit me up, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially this next <laughs> week. I'm still on. I'm on spring break next week, yeah. but the week after that, I'll be busy. Pretty much eight p.m. I'm sorry, eight a.m. to two p.m. I will be un- unavailable. But other okay. than that, I'll be available. So yeah. No, this worked good. It was good. It was okay. a good podcast, I think, and hear everybody else uh, their experiences and. It's wild. That is one real neat aspect about doing it this way. We can have people chime in. It might get out of control. My mom and dad at the same time are calling in, like <laughs> proud of their high school <laughs> student doing his own podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, cool, brother. All right, Dollar. I think uh, with that, it's a wrap. Cheers. Cheers, buddy.